I'm actually going to talk about love today. Now, when I talk about love, like kids and single people are like, oh, man. No, listen, I'm going to talk about love love. I'm not necessarily just going to talk about like married love. This kind of love, um, it could be applied to a roommate situation, to a good friend, to your siblings, to your family, and of course to spouses. Um, so let's talk about a characteristic of love that maybe we don't talk about all that often. And um, because we often, what we say we love someone, and when we say we love someone, um, it's not a romantic, hallmark, emotional feeling. That, that love is a, is a choice that we make. Whether it's, it's in a family member, you know, a sibling, uh, whether it's a child and you're thinking about your parents or your other siblings or, um, you know, of course, uh, you know, romantic love in, in marriage and one, love is a choice. And we can learn a lot from God because, you know, 1 John 4, 8 says God is love. So we can learn about the character and nature of God. We can learn about the character and nature of love. And love lays itself down for other people. In fact, Jesus is like the human form of love. So we can learn how did Jesus love us, and that's how we can love one another. Romans 5.8 says this about Jesus. God showed his great love for us by sending Jesus to die for us while we were still sinners. So real love, man, it dies for the sake of others. Real love, it's gonna kill you in a good way. Because you have to think of it this way. Jesus, he was king of kings. He didn't have to die for us. He chose to. It was an act of his will to humble himself, to, to come and be born in Bethlehem and to live a sinless life. That, that's not easy. And then to literally lay down his life for us. That's how he showed us his love. Humility and love are inseparable. And that's what I want to talk about today is humble love. And that's what I mean by, yeah, it applies to romantic love and marriage, but it also applies to parents and kids and kids and parents and siblings and roommates and friends that we love. So let's look at the characteristics. Let's look at what actually is love. We, of course, have to read uh, the obligatory Valentine's verse, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not jealous. Love is not boastful. Love is not proud. It's humble. Love is not rude. Love doesn't demand its own way. It's not irritable. It's not irritable. Love keeps no record of being wronged. Love does not rejoice in injustice, but it rejoices when the truth wins out. Love will never give up. Love will never lose faith. Love is always hopeful. It believes the best. Love will endure through every circumstance. I wanna go back to verse four, and I, for the next few minutes, we're just gonna talk about that one aspect of God's love for us, of Jesus' demonstration of love, and that is love is not proud. Love is humble. Because so often we say we love people in our lives, but yet we're not humble in how we treat them. We're, we're proud. We, we think of ourselves as higher or better than the people that we say we love. We don't serve them well. We're not teachable. We're arrogant. Listen, that's not love. Love is impossible without humility with one another. And if I want to excel at love for my wife or excel at love for my kids, or excel at love for my friends, first I need to learn to be humble. And this, this key 
to humble love is that we would count our own joys and pleasures as less important than the joy and pleasure of someone else, the person that we love. We need to derive our pleasure from someone else's pleasure coming first. It's extremely selfless. We're, we're dying to ourselves in order to do it this way. Selfless love finds pleasure when the other person is happy. So I'm not gonna be happy until they're happy. That's love. That's humility. There's two types of humility. I'm only gonna talk briefly. The first is humility before God. The second would be humility with other people. I know it's similar, but it is different because when we're humble before God, we're literally bowing our knee before the King of Kings. We surrender our lives to Jesus so that he can live big on the inside of us. We honor God and we treat God and the things of God with respect. We, we, we honor and we respect the word of God. We honor and we respect the presence of God, the kingdom of God, the, the laws of God. The Bible says that God will resist the proud. God will resist the proud. And too often, we don't wanna do life God's way, the Bible's way. We wanna do it our way. We wanna be led by our emotions, our sin, our anger, our feelings. It's pride. If we say we love the Lord, we need to humble ourselves before him before his word and before his way. Because around the world, there's millions of people. They say that they're Christians. But you know, you can really tell when somebody is a real believer if they live a life that is humble before God. I will say this, there's no pride in love. Love doesn't try to save face. Lay, love will lay itself down, will lay its pride down so that we can lift up other people. So let's, let's move on to how we can love and be humble for other people. Romans chapter 12. Because of the privilege and authority that God has given me, I give each one of you a warning. Listen, the Bible gives a lot of warnings, but there's only a few times where it literally says, I'm warning you. So pay close attention. Don't think that you are better than you really are. Be honest in your evaluation of yourself by the faith that God has given you. And remember, I'm not just talking to married people or romantic people on Valentine's Day. I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to those in a friendship love, in a family love, a sibling love, in a roommate love. We say we love these people. We need to humble ourselves, not think too highly of ourselves. that we would humble ourselves for the people that we say we love. Why? Because love is not proud, 1 Corinthians 13, 4. I'm gonna take a minute and just kind of poke at the husbands and dads of the world because I am one. Listen, husbands, you're not better than your wives or your kids. You're not smarter. You're not a caveman. It's not 1928. Like, we need to humble ourselves if we say that we love the people because love is not proud. We're not better than them. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with God. Be honest with the people that you love. Can I give you a litmus test on how we humble ourselves before others that we say we love? Humble love serves. Just like Jesus. God loved us so much, he literally died for us. If we say we're gonna love others the way Jesus loves, we're not literally needing to die. I mean, maybe sometimes, but we do need to die to ourselves 
so that we can lift up those that we say we love. Philippians chapter two and verse five. Have the same attitude of Christ Jesus. Though he was God, he didn't even think equality with God was something to cling on to. Instead, he gave up, and this is a key to humility, to humble love. He gave up his divine privilege and he took on the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, look at verse eight, he humbled himself in obedience to God and then he died a criminal's death on the cross. Jesus demonstrated his love for us by becoming a slave and serving us. He served us all the way to the cross. So here's my big point. Humble love serves. This morning, I didn't realize that I would be preaching tonight, Saturday night. I thought I had all day Saturday and Saturday night to look over my notes on humble love because we would be doing service live on Sunday morning, but then you know they moved the snow forecast up to early Sunday morning, so hopefully it's snowing right now. So I was in the kitchen and I realized, crud, now my day just got a lot shorter. I got to look over my notes. I got to finish my notes. Got to get a haircut. Uh, got to make sure my uncommon sweatshirt is clean because I want to preach in it. And the funny thing is I was putting this on and Josie goes, hey, you wore that outfit just two weeks ago. I was like, babe, it's like 20 degrees outside. There's no time for like pride or looks. All I want to do is be warm and cozy in my uncommon sweatshirt. Anyway, I was this morning, I was in the kitchen and I'm like, I'm just going to put my coffee cup away. And I reached in for the dishwasher and I wasn't paying attention and I was going to open the door and I heard the click and the little dishwasher detergent thing go bling and I realized oh man I just opened the dishwasher for the first time and in the Kerrigan home whoever opens the dishwasher has to empty it it's kind of like whoever dealt it smelt it or smelt it dealt it right so if you if you feel that little click it's like pulling the pin on a grenade you can't make the, the click go back you can't make the little door go back up everybody's gonna know that you opened the door without emptying the dishwasher so I'm like crud I have to empty dishwasher it's gonna take five minutes but then I realized, hey, I love my family. I love my wife. I love my kids. I'm a good roommate, of course. And we all need to keep that in mind. Humble love serves. Sometimes, you know, you're in the, the toilet. It's like, man, I wish somebody would scrub this toilet. You'd be a great candidate for that. I, I wish someone would take out this trash. Man, I wish somebody would do this laundry. I wish somebody would run the vacuum around here. If, you, if it's not something you do all that often, give it a try. Humble love serves. And some people are like, oh, it's not my thing. Listen, that's pride. And love is not proud. I want to speak about pride just, just for a moment. Pride will damn you. It'll hurt you. Because sometimes we struggle in life. We all struggle in life. But we never say anything to anyone. We don't humble ourselves before God. And we don't humble ourselves to the people that we say that we love. Humble love will ask for help. Maybe you're struggling with addiction in your life, addiction to pornography, addiction to alcohol, addiction to weed, addiction to something, and you won't ask a friend, a loved one for help. It's pride. Maybe you have a sin, another sin area, an, an anger thing. I don't know, a thousand things that we could sin in. You gotta tell somebody. Iron sharpens iron. We wanna help one another grow stronger in our holiness. Maybe you're, you're struggling in an area in your life. Man, raise the white flag. Humble yourself before your loved ones and say, I need help. Let me give you five practical steps. 
We'll go through these fairly quickly, but here's five practical steps on humble love. Number one, admit your mistakes. Nobody's perfect, so stop acting like it. And when you make a mistake, and we all do, own it. Don't expect perfection from other people, and then don't expect yourself to be perfect. So stop protecting your ego, because love is humble. And I think the problem is pride, it fears failure. But we have to realize we all fail. And failure is great. Embrace failure. Because when we fail, it's like, hey, that didn't work. That hurt me. That hurt my loved ones. That was a mistake. So own the mistake and learn from it. And if you're in a fight or even just a disagreement with somebody, be the first one to say, I'm sorry, to humble yourself and say, please forgive me. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. Number two, talk less, listen more. Humble love doesn't interrupt people. It listens. Humble love, fellas, husbands, doesn't try to fix everybody all the time. Humble love will listen. Are you super chatty? Humble love doesn't talk all the time. Sometimes humble love will restrain itself so somebody else can talk and get their feelings out, tell their story. Humble love listens. Number three, be open to receive feedback. Be open for advice from a loved one. Be open and look for critique in a loved one. Because in a loving relationship, friendship, family, whatever, it's not a personal attack on you. Humble love is teachable and wants to do better, wants to get better. But so often we don't humble ourselves with the people that we say we love, so we never get better. And we always make the same mistakes over and over and over again. We need to learn to humble ourselves with our spouse, humble ourselves to our friends, humble ourselves to our children even when we blow it. And listen, children, humble yourself to your parents. Be teachable. It's actually pride not to be teachable because pride doesn't want to learn anything, but that's not humble love. You married people, you siblings, you roommates, once a month, get with the people that you love and say, am I loving you well? And how can I love you better? Number four, be willing to be uncomfortable. When you choose to love someone, whether it's a romantic love or a family love or a friendship love, you're saying, I'm willing to be uncomfortable on your behalf. And if you are the one that's always comfortable in a relationship, you're not acting in humble love towards them. Because remember, humble love takes pleasure when the other person receives pleasure first. So if you say that you love someone, think of their needs first and make sure that they're comfortable, even if it means you're going to be uncomfortable. Number five, and we'll finish with this. Be observant. Be mindful of their feelings. Put on their, their lenses. See the world through their perspective. Walk a mile in their shoes. Hear what they're saying. Don't assume you know what they're thinking. Don't assume you know how they feel. Humble love is always wanting to learn something new about the person that you say that you love. So be invested in other people. And I will warn you, learning humble love in relationships and friendships and family, it doesn't happen overnight. It's a marathon, not a sprint. 
But what you can do is learn these skills gradually, but start now, start small, start today. And the first thing you need to do, if in the last 18, 20 minutes, you've realized that in your relationship with your spouse, in your relationship with your kids, in your relationship with your parents, in your relationship with your friends, you haven't been demonstrating humble love. Step one is to, you know, humble yourself. Repent before them. Ask for forgiveness. Say, honey, listen, listen, bro, listen, sis. I haven't been acting in a loving and humble way in this area, in that area, and I'm sorry. Here's a really crazy thing. Ask them, hey, is there any area that I haven't been humble with you in? Start small, start today. Ask them to forgive you. Remember, there were two types of humility. The first is that we would be humble before God. The second is that we're humble with one another. And the, the key to unlocking that humility is repentance. Repentance to one another, Repentance if we've been proud before God. Repentance if we've been proud to the people that we say we love. Love gives. Love serves. I mean, what's the most famous verse? John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. You can't say that you love your spouse. You can't say that you love your bestie. You can't say you love your brother, your sister, your friends unless you're willing to humble yourself and give them of yourself. Jesus was the king of the universe and he humbled himself and he died for sins that we committed. The time for pride is over. With your loved ones, ask for forgiveness. With God, I want you to stop and examine your heart. Do you have pride against God? Have you really been humble before the Lord? Have you really been honest with God? Is there sin in your life that's separating you from God? Because today is your day. This is your moment to humble yourself before God and say, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I've sinned against you. I'm so sorry I've been prideful against you. I'm so sorry that I thought I knew best. I'm so sorry that I thought I could lead my life better than the way you would want to lead my life. God, please forgive me. You know the amazing thing about God? He died on the cross 2,000 years ago. He's already demonstra demonstrated his humility and his unbelievable love for you. What we need to do is humble ourselves before his love and receive it. So I want to lead you in a prayer to ask God to forgive you, to humble yourself before God, to bow your knee to the King of kings and Lord of lords. This might be the first time in your life you've ever prayed a prayer like this. Or maybe I'm talking to somebody that, man, it's been a while. You walked with God as a younger person, but it's been a minute. You've allowed your heart to slowly get more and more prideful against the Lord, really. You thought you knew best. You thought you could do your own thing. And what God is doing is he's calling you back at this moment to bow your knee, to repent of your sin, to ask him to forgive you. Maybe you've been getting drunk lately. Maybe you've been getting high lately. Maybe you've been looking at porn. Maybe you've been sleeping with somebody you're not married to. Maybe you've been giving into fits of rage or anger or just being a jerk. Love is humble. So I want you to humble yourself before God and ask him to forgive you. Man, right there in your living room, maybe you're alone or with your family, your friends or roommates or whatever. If that's you and you need to pray that prayer, just shoot your hand up between you and God and whoever's in the room and say, I, I need to get right with God today. I need to ask God to forgive me. Maybe it's somebody in the room and saying, you're next. I'm, I'm repenting to you next. 
Can we pray together? Why don't, why don't we all pray this together? There might be somebody sitting in an apartment all by themselves right now, and they've just raised their hand before God. Church family, let's help them pray. Bow your head, close your eyes. Let's just focus on the Lord. Father in heaven, I thank you for these men and women that have tuned in to worship and tuned in to receive from your word today, that we learn from your amazing example of humble love, that you would humble yourself from the very throne room of heaven and that you would allow yourself to be murdered for my sin, for our sins. Thank you, Jesus. Listen, if that's you and you wanna pray this prayer and humble yourself before God, repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus, Please forgive me of my sin. I humble myself before you. I bow my knee before your throne. Be the king of my life, the savior of my soul. Wash me and cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I repent for my pride and I humble myself before you and before those in my life that I say that I love. Forgive me and help me, Lord, to walk in holiness, to walk in humility, and to walk in love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. Listen, I'm so proud of you for praying that prayer. It might be the first time or the first time in a long time, but I am so, so proud of you for humbling yourself before God. Listen, if that was you this morning, I want you to let the church know. We wanna to begin to pray for you and encourage you in your walk with God. Text Jesus, the name Jesus, to 817-405-2244. You're gonna get an auto form back. Fill that form out and then click submit. I want one of our pastors to begin to pray for you and encourage you. I want us to screw in a light bulb on our Jesus wall.